welcome back to Life Changers. This is episode three on how I manifested my first company. So I was 18 years old and I, like I said, I was working a regular jobs. So we would drive all over the province of Quebec, parts of Ontario and the U.S. and setting up uh, inflatable bouncy castles. And I just happened to be at, uh, you know, the right place, the right time. And and uh, we had a, this event and there's people there. And I was like, you know, how much did you guys pay for all this? And they told me the amount. I said, well, I could do better. Uh, you seem to have the B run. They're like, the B run? I was like, yeah, you want the A run. So the B run means you kind of get the leftovers. Uh, it's still pretty good quality bouncy castles, but you kind of get the leftovers. So I'll give you the A run and get you more bouncy castles. And they had fireworks. I said, yeah, I'll find people for fireworks. They had DJs. Yeah, no problem. Clowns, magicians, face painters. Yeah, I could do it all. And they're like, okay, let's set up a meeting. Uh, we're going to be in Montreal and we'll have a bunch of different community leaders there and from all around the area. And uh, we just want you to come talk to us and tell us what you can do for us. Okay. Wow. As I'm driving back with the other guy, uh, do you actually think you could do better price than what they're paying? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I just go with the flow, right? I'm just going to do it. My brother always told me like, you know, hey, you know, it just, no matter what happens, just be positive and everything will work out. You know, you are who you are and just go with the flow. And that's the way I live. So I was like, yeah, no problem. I'll go to this meeting. So I got all dressed up for this meeting. I bought a nice suit and new shoes and everything. And I get to the meeting and I show up and I notice that all these guys were not wearing suits and they just looked at me like, okay. And then I was like, oh, I'll just uh, be right back. And I took off, took off the suit jacket, took off the tie, just opened the shirt, like unbuttoned the top a couple of buttons so I fit in because they were all just wearing, you know, nice polo shirts and jeans. And it wasn't uh, the way I expected it to be. Like when you see it in movies, right? Going to a big meeting, everybody's like wearing $50,000 suits and, and they weren't. <laughs> so that kind of threw me. And then I come in and I start talking to them i said well you know uh you guys have entertainment coming around to your communities this is all the stuff you're paying for and i found a way where i can make it less uh expensive and i kind of invented at being an entertainment broker um people are like oh you're a party planner or an event planner no 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 i'm a par entertainment broker because we only dealt with big of events corporate events or community events um and big big contracts and they're like oh, okay so yeah and then i pretty much got up in front of all these people and just gave them the pitch of yeah i'll be able to get you better quality i'll get you better firework show we'll get you some good djs and we'll be able to cut your costs so if you need to spend your budgets we'll keep on spending your budget but you're going to get a lot more bang for your buck and they're like done how do we sign up and then you know i was like uh well i can uh you know talk to a lawyer and get you the contracts and they go no if you just can't shake our hand and we'll give you your deposit then we don't want to do business with you and me just type of guy i'm just gonna go with the flow i was like yep shook their hands they gave me their deposits and for booking us for a year so i was booked out for a year for all the different communities and now um, i was time to go to work and then this is where it gets interesting. 
because remember how I told you in episode two that, you know, no matter how much hard work uh, my dad used to tell me we do and all that, we grew up poor, we're always going to be poor. We only make the rich people richer and uh, how I, that's not acceptable, how I'm going to prove him wrong. But it was pre-programmed into me for those many years. So now I'm, you know, 18, almost 19 years old, uh, starting my first adventure. And I didn't even have a company name figured out or nothing. I shook their hands. They gave me their deposits. I'm good to go. So I leave that meeting. I call my friends. I'm like, hey, guys, you know, I had the meeting. And they're like, oh, so they all laugh at you and kicked you out. I'm like, no, I got contracts. Uh, Oh, do you have a company yet? And I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> I do not. So I just needed to figure out how to register uh, a little business in the province of Quebec. And I remember talking to a guy, the job I used to work or I was working at still at that point. Um, and I went up to him and said, hey, you've started companies before. You know all the legal jargon for filling out these forms and all that. Because for the life of me, I can't figure it out. And... He's like, yeah, you know, I could help you with that. I had a meeting with him at uh, Tim Hortons, good Go Canada, right, with our Tim Hortons. And uh, we're sitting there. And one thing I felt in my gut was, don't do it. And I'm like, don't do what? I know what I'm doing, you know. Okay, universe. Like, I know what I'm doing. I was at the right place at the right time. You've been preparing me for this moment to be my own man. And I'm going to open my own company and I have all these deposits in my hands and you know the deposits were 50% of the total event value and I had over $250,000 in checks in my hand couldn't deposit that because I didn't actually have a legal company name registered and so in the meeting I just kept on feeling no don't do it don't do it but I just oh I know what I'm doing so I pushed that feeling aside or my gut inside and went ahead and And in that meeting, it was, hey, you know, you're going to give me, I said, I'll give you 50% of all the profits for the first year and you'll be my employee because who's going to trust me, you know, an 18, 19 year old guy for a big accounts like this. So I need a face of the company. So you'll be the CEO, but I'll own the company. And in doing so, he filled out all the forms. He helped me to do it all. And I was like, hey, what does 50% shareholder mean? He goes, well, you told me you're going to give me 50% for the first year. And I was like, oh, and once again, all the bells and whistles, you know, don't do it, don't do it. And I was just like, oh, I know what I'm doing. So I went ahead and signed everything up. And well, now I know what it means, but now we're 50-50 partners. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, like I learned a lot working with uh, this individual. And he taught me a lot about business and a lot of don'ts in business. And then I, as I was doing the company, it's um, setting up all these events. I had no clue what I was doing, but I just went and talked to different companies and figured out, hey, I need to rent all your bouncy castles. So I went to the company I worked at. I need all these bouncy castles. Went to a fireworks company. Need this, need that. And we put it all in trucks and trucked it off and did the events. And it, it was a smash. And then I got hired for the next year right away. So we were always booked a year in advance. And as the title suggests, you know, I'll explain to you how I manifested it because before I started the company, a few months before, I just always had this urge to help people. And I always like helping people. I'm the type of guy when I'm driving down the road, I see somebody hitchhiking, even if they look sketchy, I'd stop, pick them up and 
drive them to the destination they need to go. Sometimes I'll go out of my way, make sure, you know, the people I picked up are getting to their destination, even if it was out of my way. It's just, I enjoy it. It makes me happy. It makes me feel good when I'm helping people. So I always used to think, like, what can I do to help people, right? And I would talk with people that, random people I'd meet on the subway or the bus, and they seem sad. I'd be like, oh, you know, be positive. Life is good. And I felt like I was helping people. But to help people meaningful, I thought, was, well, I need to have money, right? I can't help people if I can't help myself. So the first step in my journey of learning how to help people is you have to be able to help yourself. You can't save the world if you can't save yourself. So I looked back at myself and I was like, oh, well, I need to work on this, work on that. As everybody called me as Mr. Positive. So I need to work being more positive and less negative. A lot of people always told me, you know, you are what you eat or everything you say you become. So I thought, well, I always want to be Mr. Positive. And without even realizing, that's the first step in using or manifesting in the law of attraction is you say what you want, you act like you already have it, and you go for it. And I've always acted like the world was my oyster without realizing. And my brother, as I mentioned earlier, would tell me all the time that just be positive, don't stress, everything works out for us because that's the way life is. Everything is always perfect. Just let the flow of life take you. And that's exactly what I did. So in my turmoil of I want to help people and I am guess I'm, I'm going to start a company and what am I going to do? I don't know. I would have a lot of dreams. And at the time I was like, bah, they're useless dreams, right? Dreams are a fantasy. They're, but now I realize what those were. And those were the beginnings of showing me the company that I'm going to set up because I would have dreams with me setting up bouncy castles and I wasn't setting it up like, Hey, I work here. I'm setting it up. Like I own this company. I treat it like I owned it booking contracts and I was traveling and I had a lot of dreams like that and they felt so real. And I was like, wow, those dreams are cool. And then sure enough, a few months later, I'm working at this company with bouncy castles and now I have the opportunity to start my own company. And I did. When the opportunity is there, you have to take it. And that is how I manifested my first company. I put it out in the universe that I want this. I need to help people. And this is how I'm going to help people. And it just came. And when I saw the opportunity, I went for it. So don't let opportunities pass you by. Because if you let opportunities pass you by, you'll never achieve your goals. And that's the first major lesson that I've learned when I started this company at 18, 19 years old, when I finally got incorporated at 19, was the opportunities always come. But if you grab it, it's up to you. Because I believe, and I know now that everybody deserves success, but you just have to choose and allow yourself to know that you deserve success. And in the next episode, I'll mention and talk to you about how I sabotage my company. Stay tuned. I thank you for listening to Life Changers. 